0: Hey, we're the team at GrizzHacks. I'm your host this week, Allison Broski. Every week, we'll be spending 20-something minutes with an OU alum, maker, or engineer in the workforce. They'll share their insights and advice from their career path in order to help you navigate your future. Follow us on social media at GrizzTechTalks, and subscribe to our podcast on your app of choice to stay up to date on when we release a new episode. Today, we'll be speaking with Harpreet Kaur. Harpreet Core is a first generation senior technical product manager at Microsoft with a proven track record of leading business and digital transformations, managing teams, as well as shipping high quality products. She's a well known speaker and thought leader across the industry on a variety of topics, including but not limited to technology, personal and career branding, as well as diversity and inclusion. When she's not doing her job, she can be found being a mother of two, as well as an abstract artist.
1: Welcome Harpreet, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. So I
2: wanted to get started and ask you first, how did you become involved with technology and what events took you to Microsoft? Uh,
1: a Very uh, great question, oh my God. Actually, let me take you guys back to uh, my, uh, you know, kind of junior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually always wanted to become a doctor. And guess what? I took all the pre racks I did everything, but I flunked the exam. Oh, I mean I say that, I, I laugh about it pretty loud because um, to be honest, I didn't flunk the exam to a level where I couldn't get into a good college, but my, you know, I always was dreaming big. So I always wanted to go into these Ivy colleges and all right back home in India. As well. And so because of uh, my rank in the entrance exam was not to a point where I could get into it. I said, screw this. (laughs) Right. Like I cried for two days at my home and my father was like, this girl's going to kill herself. So let's do something. So he interestingly enrolled me into a computer classes, Mm -hmm. just a coaching Uh, you know, academy. And uh, that's where my interest with, uh, you know, computers started, because it was like, I could play around, I could do things. And that's where I started feeling like, oh my god, this is so much better than cramming all those big bio names of animals and, you know, plants and blah, 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 right. And I'm like, okay, this is something I can do. I was always good at maths as well. And so I changed my, you know, everything in those, you know, couple of years. I worked really hard and did my bachelor's and then my master's in computers. So from becoming a doctor, I became a master's in computers. That has been my uh, journey. And so when I was, so initially I had to work really hard because, you know, when you don't have the the fundamentals clear so the first two years were super 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 hard but uh, you know in my master's as well as in my bachelor's i was i don't know what we call it here in the american um, you know school system but i was the top most student the topper of the university valedictorian um, i think is what you're Oh, valedictorian for. okay yeah so i was kind of that and i have my two gold medals i'm very proud of them they don't have much value like from money perspective, but you know, I still hang them somewhere here and uh, you know, I'm proud of that. And after that, I I started working for a computer uh, consultant, management consulting in India. Uh It's, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about the name Tata, T-A-T-A. Pretty big, pretty well known in Asia Pacific Tata uh, Consultancy. So I started working with them and through them, actually, I came to US in 2006 okay. uh, to work for a couple of big um, companies like GE and Model Networks. And then I ditched them and joined Microsoft.
2: <laughs> well, that sounds so fun. So what was it like actually coming to America for the first time and getting involved in the industry?
1: Uh, you know, a lot of learnings, right? Like there's a lot of cultural difference as well, to be honest, uh, right? From Asia Pacific and uh, to to U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the culture of generally, if you read a little more about the Asia, you know, very, in t- uh, a lot of us are in technology. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to give numbers here, but, you know, th- there is a majority of people who does do take Uh, They're an engineering kind of work, um, you know, uh, jobs, but the culture is always very hierarchical. Like, you gotta say yes all the time, working hard, uh, and then saying a no is looked at, um, like, what are you even talking about? Mm -hmm. Right? I I need this, can you get this done? Oh, yes, boss, right? So, Mm -hmm. I had to kind of change and um and show that what i can achieve in this time and learn about where my boundaries are and, and right. also start showing up that servant leadership skills as well as um you know owning my space mm-hmm. so there there were a lot of i would say learnings and keeping that learner mindset uh, that it's okay you know i'm new here there was a lot of adjustment too for the culture as well So you spoke about
2: servant leadership and finding your space. What does that mean for our listeners?
1: Yeah, I would say uh, it it is a journey. uh, Finding yourself, right? Finding what kind of a leader you are. First of all, let me take you guys back. Each one of you is a leader. Each one of us is a leader. It doesn't matter you are a manager yet or not. Either you're early in your career, you're mid in your career, you're senior in your career, wherever you are. You're a leader.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And so as a leader, you have to find yourself. What are some of the strengths you bring to the table, right? Are you good at communications? Are you good? Are you super strong in your technical strengths? Are you super strong in relationship building? Are you super strong in blah, 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 blah. So find your strengths. For example, for me, I know that communications relation. people call me connective glue. People call me kiosk wrangler. Are those the only strengths I bring to the table? No, I probably have hundred more, but those are the ones which shine. So you find what you bring to the table, get on the journey of that. You know, if I need that job, what is that I bring to the table? Mm -hmm. Yes. For, for uh, In our technology world, yes, you need to be really good into whatever you're interviewing for. If you're interviewing for uh, technical program management, you need to make sure you have those roles and responsibility. But what else from your personality you're bringing to the table? I talk about why blending in when you're born to stand out. What is going to make you stand out from those other people? For me, servant leadership is another thing which I bring to the table as a manager, as a leader. Now, I want to make sure I'm always empowering my team. I'm always bringing other people along. If I'm able to give back and share my story and bring others along by not only sharing my, um, you know, how I've risen, but and sharing my triumphs as well as my failures. Mm-hmm. And I think I need people need to share their failures more and how they were able to get to where they are because that's what our, our new generation is looking for it it's a hard environment out there it's a hard world out there especially Definitely. during this pandemic as well you know so many of so, so many of my mentees have lost their internships so many of my mentees are losing their jobs so making sure you're always keeping that resilience muscle and thinking how you're building on your strengths and how you're going to bring people along. That's something which I always keep on top of my head. Uh, I think a pretty long answer for your straight question, girl, but uh, there you go. (laughs) No, that's fantastic. So you speak on highlighting your
2: failure. And I think in today's society, we're very much focused on our successes. We see on LinkedIn all the time. I got the internship. I got this fantastic job. And we don't hear about, I lost my internship, right? Or I I failed an interview. Can you speak on a point in your life, and your career when you failed and how you learned from that experience?
1: For sure. And I'll be very vulnerable with all your audience and you you as well, right? Taking you guys back, you know, coming from India as a minority woman, looking different. If you don't know uh, what I'm talking about, take a look at my LinkedIn I I wear a crown, it's called turban, right? And I do look different. Mm -hmm. But then finding your own space was difficult, was difficult to stand out from the crowd. Mm -hmm. And so um, Alison, I stopped counting after 16 rejections. And I'm like, Oh, my God, you know, I interviewed with all the big companies and I'm like, what the heck I don't bring that I'm always getting a rejection. Mm -hmm. Right, But then always, uh, you know, I came to a point where I said, I'm just gonna keep adding that resilience muscle. Anytime I get a no, I grieve about it. Mm -hmm. Please take a moment. That's another learning I've had over years is grieve about it, you know, cry, you know, let it out for a few hours. I did that like when I was young, right? Like, Early teens, right? I cried for two days. Now it's not that long. I <laughs> cry for a few minutes, and I'll, I'll be sober a little. I'll, I'll hug my kids. I'll hug my husband. You know, but uh, it, just, just rent it out, and then say, and remember, each no, is taking you to a better yes. Each no, and then keep adding to your resilience muscle keep building your resilience muscles right and it's uh, you know and another thing i always talk about is failure is not an opposite of success it's actually a part of success can you elaborate on that a little bit so so you know synonyms and antonyms right we all yeah. talk about it you know pain no pain yeah. right old mm-hmm. and people always say failure success yes mm-hmm. they are antonyms but guess what each failure is taking you to a better yes. As I said, each yeah. failure is taking you to a success. So think about in, um, uh, you know, in, in emotional intelligence ways, yeah. that is actually, t- there is a reason why you got a failure. So retrospect on it, learn mm-hmm. from it, what else we can do to make sure that it's on the journey of your success. Okay. Right?
2: Yeah. 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 Every no is a little lesson for you to take forward
1: exactly okay yeah very
2: cool so we spoke a little bit about your past let's talk a little bit about your present what is your current role at microsoft and what do you do
1: Uh, So I am a product leader. I am a PM lead for Windows Server, Um, you know, so if you guys think about it, Windows, obviously, that's a client consumer, right? Windows Server, most of our customers are enterprise. Uh And so I'm working on making sure all our enterprise customers are always productive and protected. So Uh my team takes care of that. If there's any vulnerabilities, if there are any fixes, which we need to do in the in-market Windows Server releases, Uh or what is coming next. That's my team. We actually just announced, I'm super happy today because we are going through this big conference. It's called Microsoft Inspire. If you look at online Microsoft Inspire, you can search for it. And we just did a public review announcement for one of the uh, big product which my team was working on. It's called Azure Stack HCI. So hyper-converged. So it's a hybrid cloud version. Uh, pretty cool. Take a look at it. Uh, so th- so yes, in my daytime, I'm super, super technical going deep into shell and kernels. Uh, but then I, I'm really passionate about other stuff as well. So I, that's why I'm talking to you. Yeah. No, that sounds fantastic. And congratulations.
2: on. Thank the,
1: you. It, it was a team effort.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. You are very much a leader in your field, right? You're going out and you're doing these conferences and you're a well-known speaker. What do you think future and developing leaders need to know in order to be successful?
1: Be you. That is the topmost thing I can think of, right? Be you, bring others along, empower others. We need more love. We need more empowerment. We need more influencing. We need more diverse perspectives to do the best things. There are many things more technically I can talk about, but I think I'll sum it with, you know, first of all, bring your authentic self to work and bring other people along and diverse perspective along and empower them.
2: Mm -hmm. So probably one of the most diverse perspectives you can offer is being a woman in technology, right? And as a woman in technology myself, I'm always interested in what perspective and what advice you have.
1: Woman in technology, you are enough. Keep learning. You're enough. That is one thing I want to say. And stop apologizing. Industry research is happening um, that if there is a role, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, at a leadership level or a mid-level or whatever level, and th- that is, uh, I have gone uh, through that as well. I'll say, no, 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 this is not for me because I don't do, um, you know, go through all the check boxes and I don't hit all 80% or 90% of it. Yeah. If you're 50%, go apply for the job girls. It's okay. Right. Try it out. It's okay. So uh, that's one thing. Okay. Try, try, keep learning and making sure that you're enough. You're standing out. You're bringing your strengths okay. and stop apologizing. If okay. you're late for somebody, that's another thing I've learned is generally, I'm the, you know, there are times I would say most of the time, I'm still, uh, you know, there are only one or two women in the leadership as well, uh, which we need to change. That's why I need all of you to kind of rise up and, and be my um, allies bring, you know, I want to bring you all along as well. And I've seen it myself. If somebody, a male person is, uh, um, you know, late and will like, say, "Oh, thank you for waiting. And I on the other side, sorry, 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 I was running late. Sorry, I was running late. I was, you know, that, that meeting went over. It's okay. Just say, thank you for waiting. Let's mm-hmm. start. See how that, like, you feel like you've got the, got the seat on the table. Yeah, I was
2: talking with some colleagues today as well about this. And one of the individuals brought up the fact that women are much, much more likely to say, I just wanted to reach out to you. Or, hey, can you possibly meet with me instead of being very direct with what they want? So that's a very interesting yeah. point that you bring up. of Don't apologize for what you do because it's what you do, right?
1: Yeah. And another quick tip mm-hmm. uh, for whoever, you know, if you're looking is, you know, if you feel like this is what is going to challenge me, this role probably is going to challenge me, but I don't need all the, you know, 10 requirements. I need only five or six. The way you can pitch is, You bring this, these 50% of strength. And the the reason you want is because you want to challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. You want to learn on the job and then show with your examples from your previous work, how you have learned something which you didn't know. For example, I was in experience and devices. I was in devices team at Microsoft. Then I was in experiences team working on a kind of internal startup within Microsoft. And then I was like, I really want to learn about server. Yeah. Do I, did I have the technical depth as my software engineering leaders? No, but like I said I bring a lot of program management experiences and I bring a lot of experiences where I have launched a lot of products to the market I can bring those friends so hire me like yeah. I didn't say like hire me. <laughs> But you know, I, I, that's why I got hired, right? I'm yeah. super happy they looked at the strengths, what I bring in versus the uh, specific things from technical side, which I'm learning and I've proven within only like four months.
2: Very cool. So we've spoken a lot about your work and about being a leader. Now let's go into something fun. So you're an abstract artist and I'm sure yes. not a lot of people know that. How did you get started
1: with that? How has that impacted you and your life and your work? Yeah so interesting story Allison um I was always a painter I'll be very honest I was always uh, kind of uh, you know artistic growing growing up as well my mom still tells me that when you were doing your homework your notebook would be full of uh, making paint, uh, uh, you know leaves or something or the other and then then life happened <laughs> i got i got into uh, work and then um you know wanted to make a name for myself then i got married and then i had kids so that's why i'm saying life Happen, and then when you go through hardships, frankly, you know I had a lot of visa issues, especially as an Indian right coming in, visa stuff, kids. uh, You know there were a lot of you know ups and downs, emotional ups and downs, and. Um, at work as well as you're growing in your career as well. I needed an output for myself. Mm-hmm. I to ke- make sure that my mental um, balance is in balance. Let's just call it, call it right. Mental mm-hmm. stability and my output. Um, and I also went through some some health issues as well. So I need I needed to uh, make sure that I have a way to put that out versus. Mm-hmm. Versus keeping everything in my mind. And that's the reason I'm abstract because you know, all the art that you see on my page. Uh, so HK abstract art is my Instagram handle. Okay. And you, if you look at it, um, you know, it's all, it's all abstract because it depends on what my day is and okay. that's what comes out. And you know, it, I wasn't even showing it to anybody. And my son that time, like two years back, and he's like, mom, you're way too good to not show it to the world. And, um, you know, so he's the one he's like, push me. And guess what? I get commissions now. And I'm wow. like, oh. I do tell them, I'm like, this is not my full time, but I enjoy it. So there are a few which I've done commissions and I've written about that as well. Um, but I love uh, doing it. And it's, interestingly enough, Alison, this is also my time to spend some time with my daughter uh-huh. uh, because she loves to paint as well. So it's kind of like mom and daughter time um, as well. Uh, and it's, it's, it's my way to show my creative side as well
2: yeah oh that's fantastic and that sounds yeah. really nice so we are hitting the closing off mark i'm gonna ask you one last question i was asking sure. what is the best life and or work advice you've ever received
1: best life advice take a break uh, my husband says this all the time. He's like, he knows me. He's like, you're a workaholic. I know that, but take a break. And it's so amazing to hear that from somebody. Uh, and uh, sometimes he will just say, you just sit down, I'll get you a tea. He's so, he's amazing. I, I hit a lottery, let's just say, it. Uh, shout out to him. <laughs> and then work advice, I would say, um, again, coming back, why blend in when you're born to stand out, find your superpowers, find your uniqueness. And that was something which was told me some uh by somebody one of my sponsor and i've kept it to my heart another one which i i think you asked for one i'll share another one think about how you can be a force multiplier as a leader don't you know again it's connected to servant leadership you're Mm -hmm. doing something how i am sharing this interview with you how is this going to be force multiplier Okay. How is somebody is going to amplify it? So always think about how if you want to impact somebody, how can that be amplified so more people can, uh, you know, use that forum and to learn something about it. So I always think about that, you know, how can I be a force multiplier? And because, you know, we all have only 24 hours in a day. So I get so many requests for mentoring. I get so, but I, I have only 24 hours and I, I, I have a job. So how yeah. can I be forced? That's the reason like I will say yes to podcasts. I, I'll say yes to interviews or keynotes uh, because that way I am reaching to a broader audience yeah. and the impacts get bigger and bigger. So in your life also, in your work as well, in your personal life, think about how you can be a force multiplier. It's like the butterfly effect
2: right Uh, yeah exactly one event and you're gonna hit 500 other people
1: exactly well thank you harpreet we really appreciate having you be on the podcast with us today thank you so much allison this was great thank you so much and have fun guys let's make it a great life
0: thanks again to harpreet for being on this episode of Tech talks we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast Stay up to date with the podcast and recent Chris Tech Talks news by visiting our social media pages and following us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, stay safe and
1: stay curious.